swinging so low my balls are low because it's hot as a motherfucker hey everybody it's the elemental podcast live on monday july 6 2020 in the pizzerizzer um it's me your host and mccallister failed comedian i appreciate you guys listening so much this is the freebie uh, if you pay attention to this podcast, you know there's a Patreon as well, too. Though That happens every other day. Uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and the freebies on Mondays and Thursdays. So if you like this uh, free shit, if you're a new listener to this free shit, maybe you need more. Uh, you need more failed comedian in your life, and uh, you got an extra five bucks lying around. You decide to forego that Starbucks... Uh, those five two liters of uh, store brand cola, uh, what, whatever, uh, f- three packs of gum, and you want to listen to more of this shit, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, it's a good time. It's me swearing. Uh, essentially, that's what it is. It's me swearing. Uh, I say weird things. Probably will come back to haunt me. Uh, someone like Mike Pellerito will record it and, and make an awful uh, audio tape recording of it, or he'll find some weird video shit, and uh, my career in politics will be fucked. Not like I had any anyway, but uh, y- you never know. Maybe one of these days I'll be the assistant to the mayor, uh, and then I'll stab the mayor in the back. I'll be like the vice vice mayor. I am the vice mayor and I will stab the mayor in the back. They will die. Uh, I will push their fucking body into the Grand River, and I will assume the roles of the mayorship of Grand Rapids. That's the only way it would ever fucking happen, right? And then I would have to appoint, like, a toady as my vice mayor. That's what that's what I have. Someone who... Uh, who won't ever threaten me politically in any capacity and will respond to my uh, beck and whim. All of my beck and whims. (laughs) Go get me some wings. Don't forget the blue cheese, you fuck. So that's what you're going to get with this podcast, everybody. A whole lot of nonsense. Hopefully you dig it. If you don't, I 100% get it. There is probably a billion podcasts out there that you could waste your time on. Uh, sometimes I have (laughs) co-hosts. Not today. No co-host today. Uh, co-host normally would be Jamie, but uh, Jamie's still at her daughter's house. She won't be getting home till later. And I I made the executive decision. I made the decision as mayor of Elemental P Land to get this thing done and done to satisfy the demands of the listeners. All six of you. So here we are, uh, and things are going to change with this podcast. Things are changing uh, because today 
I hesitate about telling any of you this. Today, I uh, was finally offered a job. Finally, uh, having been unemployed uh, since March, having been declared unnecessary, it has been uh, four months of uh, sitting around, not accomplishing much of anything other than doing a daily podcast. Uh, so beyond that, I haven't done shit, read a lot, haven't done anything beneficial. Nothing beneficial. I learned no skills. I don't know a second language. I don't know how to play guitar. Uh, I haven't gotten better shape. I don't know how to cook things. I did figure out this weekend, I do know how to boil hot dogs. <laughs> I wanted hot dogs this weekend. Uh, it's been forever since I've had a hot dog. Uh, I, I can't tell you the last time I had a hot dog at the house uh, because I, I've chosen to not eat uh, mammals. I'm on the no mammal diet, so I can eat chicken and turkey or whatever. So uh, I'm like, fuck, I need a hot dog. It's 4th of July. I need a hot dog. So I go to the store and I get some. And then uh, I don't have a, a grill of any kind, so I got to boil them. But then I'm like, how the fuck do you boil a hot dog? Like, I know how, how you boil water and you put the hot dog in. But I was like, how do you leave it for what, like 30 seconds? Uh, 20 minutes like I didn't know and then I found out it tells you on the package see that's what happens when you read everybody when you read uh, it told me that it just was like five minutes so easy peasy for cheesy I boiled some hot dogs I've had hot dogs like the last three days now I think that probably is the reason why I had to get up at three in the morning last night and take a huge old whopping dumper uh, since I haven't had hot dogs in forever. It's weird, for me at least, I don't know about you, but it's weird for me when my body forces me to wake up uh, because I'm in, I, I'm in dire straits of shitting the bed. I'm glad my body does that. I don't understand how my body does it, but it did it. Thank you very much, body. There you go. So, uh... I had the hot dogs. I don't know where the fuck I was going, but I was talking about the job. <sighs> the hours are, are very different. Thank God it's not a third shift. No, no way in fucking hell. I, I would only take a third shift job if it was the only thing offered and I had zero money and that was the only thing I couldn't do. But the, the it's later. So these podcasts might start happening uh, earlier in the morning. They might happen before I go to work. So it might be, uh, it might just be me from now on, everybody. Sorry. Um, unless we figure some things out. It could just be Stu. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of that. But uh, Jamie's a huge fucking crybaby. And uh, she's not around in the morning. I mean, she is now because she's, you know, everything's work from home, but I'm only assuming you can't work from home forever. And uh, Jamie has one of these weird things where she is, like, loyal to the job, which I'm like, that's fucking bullshit, really. Uh, because I've learned over the years that your job is not loyal to you. Your place of employment doesn't give two fucks about you you are a commodity you are easily replaced 
I think it's going to be the, the rare place of employment that uh, gives a fuck about you and kind of will uh, work with you on some things. If I'm wrong, let me know. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell I want to know if you work for a place that goes, oh, no, they, they, they give a shit about me. Like, they will uh, allow me to kind of rearrange my work schedule because of something going on, whether it's a doctor appointment or something with the kids or something like that. Or, uh, you know, they, they reward me because of good work. Uh, they're not crazy in their demands, right? Because, uh, you know... Like I've said it before, Janie, uh, even though she's working from home, I'm thinking she's working more. She seemingly is working um, close to 10 to 12-hour days, uh, Monday through Friday. And then on top of it, she seemingly does work on uh, weekends as well, like case notes or whatever. And this is without fucking driving anywhere. This is all just at-home stuff. And I'm like going... Working from home, not having to see anybody, to me, would be fucking less. It would be less work. But apparently not. So, uh, so Jamie will not be someone who will be like, okay, yeah, I can do, uh, I'll take an hour off from work, and I will do the podcast with you, and there you go. That is not what Jamie's about. She has no fucking desire to do that. So... Um, for this foreseeable future, it's going to be solo amigo for Mio. And I don't know how you guys feel about that. Some of you might like it. Some of you are like, good, less Jamie. Some of you are like, ah, oh, fuck, we need more Jamie. Just how, how, how the world moves, man. You get a roll with the punches. And the punches are backing me into the corner. And telling me this is what I need to do. I suppose I could continue to collect unemployment. Because my boss over at Dippin' Dots asked me if I wanted to come back to work. And I had zero problems with going back to work. But I was very honest with him. And I said, what does that mean? When I come back to work, because again, at Dippin' Dots, the job wasn't a 9 to 5. It wasn't like if I went back to work, I was guaranteed to work 40 hours a week or whatever. Uh, and the, everything is very up in, up in the air with stuff because a lot of places uh, with everything going on with COVID, not selling, they're not open, this and that, whatever else. Uh, a lot of like, uh, I'm assuming state parks aren't open, campgrounds aren't open, it's just weird shit. So there's less need for deliveries. So then it becomes... Am I going to come back to work and I'm going to work 15 to 20 hours a week? It doesn't make sense. If I'm able to collect unemployment and make more money off of unemployment by not working, then I don't want to do it. But if I was at least coming back and working full time, I would have done it. And the sad part is he never got back to me. He didn't get back to me one way or the other. I'm like, come on, man. And I, the reason he didn't get back to me is because he knows, he knows that he wasn't going to be able to give me full time hours. So it sucks for him, it sucked for me, um, but there you go. So, uh, new job starting in two weeks on the 20th. It'd be weird having to go back into work, fucking having to get up and go somewhere in the, in the morning. I've had zero structure forever. And I truly believe people uh, are more likely to get in trouble and, and do bad things when they don't have structure. And thankfully, uh, 
I, I don't get in trouble. I just don't do anything. <laughs> Ugh. So uh, I'm very grateful for the job. I got the job because of uh, someone on the facial book. Someone, I, I, as far as I know, I've never met them. I believe they're a listener of the podcast, I think. Uh, and they're like, hey, uh, my wife works over here. Uh, and they're hiring for this, you should put in. And I'm like, I don't have any kind of experience in that capacity. He's more like, well, as long as you know how to talk on the telephone, uh, you'll probably get in. And so I was like, okay. So I sent sent in the the old resume and the application and um, a couple emails with some fellows over there, a couple uh, phone interviews, not even Zoom interviews everybody just regular phone interviews how old-fashioned is that and i've never met anybody i've never seen anybody and uh they fucking hired me how about that and 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 i I struggle with having done all of these interviews over the last uh four months longer because i you know i've been looking to get out of dipping dots before covid and just how companies ghost you Fucking unreal, man. Unreal. Companies should never be mad if an employee ghosts them, like just doesn't show up. Because they're going to fucking, again, like I said earlier, the company doesn't give a fuck about you. So, there we go. I don't know how I feel about all of it, but uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So, I'm going to enjoy these next two weeks. Probably going to go commit some crimes. Gonna commit arson at uh, my neighbor's house down the road. They're blowing off fireworks again last night forever. Creeping out the doggos. Uh, I will um, go go burn their house down. I've actually thought about like planting my car out in front of their house and just blaring music at, like uh, from nine to noon, just cranking it as loud as I can in my car, and uh, and just sit there. Is that would that be considered a lawful revenge, lawful vengeance? Is that street justice? Is that karma coming back to haunt them? Is that appropriate? Yes. Will I do it? No, no. Because <laughs> again, I don't have the time or energy. I don't want to fucking be down there. And then I always think about what what are the consequences? Like if I did it, let's say I'm a fucking huge psychopath. And I go down and do it. What do you, what do you think's going to happen? They're going to come down and they're going to bother me in my house. And I just don't want to deal with the nonsense. I don't want to deal with the nonsense. Hey, if you're dealing with nonsense, everybody, uh, if you have some kind of uh, financial hardship currently, uh, for, I, for whatever reason, you're not able to pay like a bill or get groceries for the week or, or whatever it is. I'm doing uh, one of my money giveaways again starting today, the 6th, over on my <clears throat> Facebook fan page. So if you feel like you need help with whatever, rent, groceries, whatever. Like I said, it can be whatever. Just message me over on my fan page, Stu McAllister fan page on the facial book, and just tell me what's going on. Tell me what you 
need assistance with and then tell, give me a number of that's going to help you. And uh, Friday, when Friday rolls around, I will um, decide who's going to get some cash. Currently, I got $1,150 to, to give to people. I'm not going to give all of it to one person. I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to break it up. And I tell everybody, too, I'm like, that's why you got to let me know a number because I want to maximize what I can do. If you have $20,000 in debt, that's awful, you know, whether it's medical debt or whatever. And, and there's like five people who are like, I need, I need money for groceries. I'm going to help the five people with groceries. I'm going to help the immediate need as opposed to something that's a fucking clearly an ongoing thing. I'm, I'm uh, not a charity. I'm, I, I don't have grants to give you. Uh, nothing like that. It's just me and a little bit of cash. So if you need some help, uh, go over there and I will do it. This is my fourth time doing it this year. And uh, it's been relatively successful. I, I think I've helped some people out in need. I mean, and, and don't feel like you need to uh, give me evidence or whatever. I, I, I'm going to take it on your word that this is what's going on. And, th and that's part of the reason why I'm doing it is because I don't want to get involved in paperwork. I want to help an immediate need. Someone is struggling uh, because of uh, you know, all this COVID stuff or whatever else is going on in their life. And, and I've seen a lot of horseshit and a lot of people have messaged me already today. And uh, it's all uh, very unfortunate things go on in the world. And I want to try to help as many people as I can. So there we go. You, you got it. Hopefully you got it. And uh, just let me know, okay? There, there you go. Simple as that. I um, watched some things yesterday, everybody. Uh, again, I'm, I'm on the Tubi kick. I've been watching some Tubi. And... Um, Last night, I watched this super odd documentary by, um, uh, who's the fuck who did Supersize Me? You guys know who the fuck that guy is? Um, why am I blanking on his name? The guy who it taught, he just ate McDonald's for like a month and he wanted to see what it would do to his body and everything. So I would recommend you go, uh, Watch that. Supersize Me is a good documentary. But he did a documentary about this wrestling. You guys all know. You regular listeners know. I like me some of that there professional wrestling. Not a big fan of like the more, uh, the larger promotions like WWE. I like the smaller shit because you're just, it's right there in your face. I just, I prefer it. So uh, he, there was a documentary that he did, and I think it, it was called Revenge of the Banana. It was a very odd wrestling promotion in Seattle. It was called uh, Seattle Semi-Pro Wrestling, SSP. And uh, it, was, it was almost more theatrical than real wrestling. I mean, they were wrestling, but they didn't do it in a ring. They did it on like a stage. They performed it kind of like a, a rock hall. Like if you live in the Grand Rapids area, they would be doing this at like the pyramid scheme. 
where they're doing it on the stage and they're wrestling. So there's no ropes. There's nothing really for them to climb on and do dives. It's all very odd to me. Very character-driven, too. Most people wore, like, costumes. And one, one guy, his nickname was Ronald McFondle. And, you know, just like a sexual deviant. And then there was a guy they called the Banana. He just wore a banana suit. And that's he was the Banana. And so the story was kind of about him and the fallout that he had with the company. And uh, he was just a dude. He was a very odd dude. And I, I'm watching it. I'm like going, is this like fake? Is this like a fake documentary? Like, is this like all actors playing parts? Apparently not, though. Uh, this dude... He was just, he was very strange, and he, he saw a flyer about, hey, do you want to be a professional wrestler? He's like, yeah, I fucking want to be a professional wrestler. And then he, he he's clearly on the spectrum. Oh, he's just got really odd social skills, like odder than me. Like, I don't particularly care uh, about socializing with people, but I can, and I know social graces, and I can pick up on social cues and all that stuff. And this guy, he just wasn't getting it. And so, uh, as a result, when they, when he finally, he went through the class and he passed. And, you know, this organization, they talk about how they're just a band of misfits. They're a bunch of fucking weirdos. And so they don't want to let keep weirdos out. They're like, we're, we're the people that other groups keep out so we don't want to keep out any people so uh they let everybody in and let everybody do some stuff i mean these are not like guys that you would go to like a real kind of wrestling promotion and you would see them there they're just acting out characters and so they didn't know what to do with this one dude because he's just kind of flat he didn't want to hang out he didn't really create any kind of friendships within the group so like, ah, fuck, what do we do with this guy? They're like, okay, we'll give him kind of like a comedic role. And the majority of the roles seem like they were relatively comedic. Because again, they're all characters. They're all just wearing weirdo costumes. So they gave him this banana costume. You know, like the, the kind that you could go to like Party City and you buy this kind of like foam banana costume for like 40 bucks. And there you go. So he wore it. And I was like, hey, you know, from the Banana Republic... It's the banana. And then he came out, you know, it's just this weird yellow costume, banana. And so they were expecting him to kind of go out and play with the character and have fun with the character. But this guy, he envisions himself as the bad guy. He always wants to be the bad guy. And he's kind of a bigger dude too, bigger than most of the schmoes in the promotion. Because again, these, these are not real kind of like wrestling type guys. These are guys who are not going to move up to other promotions and become professional wrestlers. So he's just a bigger dude. And so he would just go and um, get the crowd to like boo him. And he enjoyed the booing. He enjoyed playing the bad guy. In, in the documentary, it talks about how uh, he, uh, he associated and, and was drawn to bad guys in the wrestling world when he was a kid. Morgan Spurlock, that is the name of the, the director, the guy from Supersize Me, he's the dude. 
But uh, so he's just be, being more of an ass. And as a result of him being an ass, they kind of ask him to leave and then some shit happens. And so it's really kind of weird. It's, I would encourage you to go watch it. It's, it's an entertaining, I, I think it's less than 90 minutes. It's not super long. It's on Tubi. It's for free. Again, I, re I think it's called Revenge of the Banana. Um, fuck. Now I want to go look up, look it up, and I'm like going on. Do I want to look this shit up? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Hold on a minute. Uh, Revenge of the Banana. Wrestling. Hold on. Uh, here we go. I typed it in. Uh, Body Slam, Revenge of the Banana. I was right. There we go. So go check it out. It's all right. It's okay. It's good. It's good. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Because I was hoping it would be more about the wrestling. But when I was watching this, I'm like, they're not wrestling with a ring? Like, what is going on? And again, so again, it's very kind of like burlesque. And uh, they encourage fans to throw beer cans at the wrestlers. Empty ones. So people are just drinking like tall boys of PBR and they're throwing them at the wrestlers. And apparently it, it happens at a gay bar. And, you know, it's just a wild fucking night that it would probably be fun to go see once for the spectacle. But then me is more of like I prefer. I like the spectacle of like a real wrestling thing. If you're a real wrestling fan, I don't know if you'll enjoy it. It's more of the art the art and that's kind of what the, they try to talk about is like this is art things written out we're not professional athletes we're just buddies doing weird shit in front of other buddies so there you go so go go watch it revenge of the banana it's all right today i watched one another documentary on tubi i'm on that tubi that tubi fucking tear about twitter because i do Love me some Twitter. I like Twitter probably more than Facebook. I know people talk about Twitter having a lot of trolls and shit on it. And yes, there are a shit ton of trolls. But it makes you write more concisely. Because, I mean, originally it was 140 characters. But now I think, what is it, 280? I think they doubled it. So it forces you to write more concisely as a comedian. So you, you, you learn how to be good at one-liners, which is great. And the, the concept of this documentary was how people got hired from what they were tweeting, just like average everyday dudes. Like there was some dude who worked in like a pharmacy in Nova Scotia who uh, got popular on Twitter. And so then people in LA, comedic writers were like, come on out. And he he helped write some uh, TV scripts and some other shit. And you're like, what the fuck? Some, uh, some girl uh, wrote a book because of it. And uh, just pretty um, pretty amazing to see Rod, the comedian Rob Delaney really took off on Twitter. Personally, I think Rob is not funny. He's the guy that I would call um, unicorn jizz. That's what I would call Rob Delaney and comedians like him. Of like, you take two random weird things and you mash them together. So you got like unicorns, that's weird and random. And then on your other hand, you got jizz, that's weird and random. And so then he would take his two hands and smash them together and he'd just have unicorn jizz. 
And then everybody would like lose their shit. Like, oh my God, unicorn jizz. That's fucking amazing. And then I'd be in the back going, why, I don't, why is that fucking amazing? Why is unicorn jizz amazing? It's not amazing. So then I would just be like, fuck this guy. If you were to ever kind of uh, do a Google search for him to uh, Rob Delaney, uh, Jimmy Kimmel set, um, he's tried to scrub the internet from it or f f it, scrub it from the internet. Because uh, it was atrocious, probably the worst late night set I've ever seen a comedian do. I'm watching it and none of it made any fucking sense. Nobody in the crowd is laughing. It was awful. It was like watching uh, an open micer uh, doing a guest spot uh, in front of like a real crowd. Nobody there knows him. And he's doing jokes that kill in front of his buddies. And everybody's like, oh, what the fuck is this guy talking about? It's amazing. But I'm watching this thing and they're talking about how people actually have made money and created things and whatever. And it was all a lot of people I didn't know. There was a guy who was, I think he was a producer for Modern Family. And then there were dudes from The Simpsons and a couple guys from Family Guy. Uh, what is it? Alex Sulkin from uh, Family Guy, who he is a dude that I do follow on um, on Twitter. I already did follow him on Twitter. And I think he's, he's pretty good. They just talked about how you just think of something real quick. And they go, Alec, Alec Sulkin. He just goes by the Sulk. And apparently he ended up dating, he talked about the greatest thing that ever happened to him through Twitter. He dated Sarah Silverman for a couple months, he said. <laughs> so they asked him, like, what's the greatest thing they ever got from him? He's like, I dated Sarah Silverman for a couple months, so I guess uh, Sarah Silverman's tits. That's the best thing that ever happened to me because of Twitter. So it's just, just kind of funny. Just kind of funny. So that also is on Tubi. Uh, the problem with that, too, is like, I, again, everybody, I think I'm relatively funny on Twitter. But it just becomes about how uh, how people see you and connect with you and uh, right place, right time. I mean, there's so so many mil there are millions and millions of people out there writing funny stuff, whether they're actually comedians or comedic writers or just average everyday Joes who are funny. So then how do you actually get the attention of someone who's like, oh, fuck, this guy is funny. And uh, we should allow him to uh, be more creative in a capacity. So there you go. But go go check that out. Uh, that, that I don't know the fucking name of that either. It's on Tubi. If you just, if you just Googled Twitter documentary, I think you'll find it. Fuck. Now I got to do it. I was going to make you do it. Now I'm going to fucking do it. And it's called the. It's just called Twitter documentary. Uh, Twitter mentory. It's just a little over an hour. Uh, apparently, it's on YouTube as well. So it came out uh, six years ago too. So I mean, clearly, as I'm watching it, I'm like, clearly things are different. I don't think you're going to have that ability to blow up on Twitter. Uh, now, like you six years ago, they talked about some dude who has a connection to Michigan because he apparently he was elected the mayor of hell, Michigan. Uh, and he's this gay dude and whatever. And he, apparently he wrote some sort of like gay um, sex uh, book about Trump. 
20-page sex book about Trump. I don't know, kind of weird, but... But uh, go check it out there, too. I just gave you two things that you can go watch and you can go to. And one guy was like, yeah, I got hired from Twitter. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I got fired because of Twitter. Oh, shit, I put up there. I bet you're going to find more people who got fired from jobs because of Twitter than actually got hired because of jokes from Twitter. So, yep. Uh, let's go with this. Talking about uh, wrestling. Uh... They are going to do a biopic. I'm probably one of the biggest wrestlers of all time, Mr. Hulk Hogan. What you going to do when Hulkamania runs wild over you, brother? Uh, but they're going to do it. And the weirdest guy, I think, of all time is going to play him. He fits because he's huge. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, the dude who plays uh, Thor. And then he was in that fucking shoot -em up movie that came out on Netflix like a month or so ago. Uh, but he's going to play Hulk Hogan. And he says it's going to be really physically demanding because he's going to have to gain more weight and more muscle uh, for this role than he did for when he portrayed Thor. And I get, you know, Thor's cut clearly uh, super muscular that way, but Hulk Hogan is just like a big dude. I think Hulk Hogan's like 6'6, six, 6'7. Six, six, bigger than me i think he weighed like 300 pounds so i think when hemsworth was playing thor i bet you he wasn't even like 220 he was probably less he's probably like 210 like he's ripped but he's slender so it'll be interesting to see it'll be interesting to see how because he's he's australian too it'll be interesting to see how he does the accent because hulk hogan's got that deep voice brother What's he going to do? How's he going to learn how to talk like this? And this is not even a good impression. Woody Hemsworth, you think you can do a better impression than me, brother? You got to say your vitamins and take your prayers. Something like that. Uh, so they're going to blonde his hair, bleach it up, get that stash going, which is sweet. I always loved Hogan's Fu Manchu thing, the fucking mullet, the stupid bandana, because he was balding as fuck. I really wish that Hogan had kind of embraced the baldness, you know? All these dudes who are going bald, just fucking embrace it, man. We all know you're going bald. Shave that shit around the fucking sides of your head and, and you'll be better off. I'll be better off. We're all better off, man. I, sh I shaved my head uh, last night. Shaved it because it was hot as fuck. My hair, it was my second COVID cut. And it was just long and it was hot and it bothered me. And I'm like, it's time to go. And I'm all right with it. I'm all right with short hair friend of mine said I look like a fucking cancer patient and then I was like fuck you bitch <laughs> but uh, yeah what are you gonna do right what are you gonna do you're gonna you're fucking you're gonna uh, do what you need to do uh, Donald Trump here something, something comes across Donald Trump says uh, fucking the Redskins and the Indians shouldn't change their name well f fuck you Trump who the fuck are you to tell someone they should or shouldn't change their name. The world's changing, old man, you fucking... Ugh, I'm not a fan. Is November here? Christ, it'll be cooler in November. 
So I'll watch it. Apparently, this uh, biopic on Hogan is going to—it's going straight to Netflix, and they don't say when it will come out. Probably two, two, twenty-one, twenty twenty-one would be my guess. But I think it should come. They should make it come out fucking quicker. Extraction was the name of the movie that he did on uh, earlier in the year on Netflix. Uh, just looking here. Yeah, it doesn't really say when it's coming out. Whatever, there you go. A statue was torn down. It's been happening a lot, everybody. A statue's been going down. It went down. Cocoon. And uh, it was not a statue you would think. It was a statue of Frederick Douglass. An African-American. Abolitionist. He was against the slavery. He helped participate in the Underground Railroad with Harriet Tubman. But them motherfuckers in Rochester, New York, you wouldn't fucking think people in Rochester, New York, man, they're fucking good people. Genesee beer, fucking uh, Kodiak film, right? Not Kodiak, that's a fucking, that's like Skull, bro. Not Kodiak, Kodak, fucking Kodak is there, man. I think Xerox is there. You got a lot of fucking, you got some fucking industry there in fucking Rochester, New York. They got that fucking, what do you call it, Lilac Festival, man. You ever go down there to smell some fucking lilacs, man? It's fucking good. Walk down by the Genesee River. You smell some fucking lilacs, man. It's fucking awesome as shit. But some dumb motherfuckers there, man, they fucking were like, fuck you, Frederick Douglass. Why you got an extra S on your name, bitch? That S uh, stands for stupid. And we're going to fucking knock down your statue, you motherfucker. And uh, some uh, some people did. They, they fucking vandalized and uh, tore down the statue. Crazy as fuck, right? Um, some people thought maybe it was retaliation over uh, people knocking over Confederate monuments. Maybe. Who the hell knows, man? It just seems weird. Like, or maybe some people just don't know fucking history. They don't know who he is and what's going on. They're like, oh, a statue. Let's take this shit down. Kind of like the uh, the mermaid thing I talked about on the Patreon yesterday. Dumb as shit. Dumb as shit. So... Uh, let's see. Apparently he gave a big speech there in 1852. What to the slave is the 4th of July, uh, talking about the celebration of liberty and what a sham it is in a nation that enslaves and oppresses its black citizens. So there you go. Uh, they don't know. They think they're going to uh, replace it with a different statue just because of the damage. They were able to find it. But I guess the base is broken and a finger was broken, so they're going to have to look for a new one. So all very unfortunate. It's kind of weird, though. I don't know if you guys heard about this or not. Uh, there is a city in Ohio. Ohio! That's right, motherfucker, Ohio. Uh, Newton Falls, Ohio. What they want to be is they want to be a, a statuary sanctuary city. <laughs> Ugh, all these sanctuary things. Ugh, oh, boy. Uh, meaning they'll give amnesty to unwanted statues from across the country. So in a letter, the city manager, David Lynch, wrote, he uh, decreed that the city of Newton Falls 
will take in statues of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, Ulysses S. Grant, Patrick Henry, Francis Scott Key, Theodore Roosevelt, and Christopher Columbus and place them in a place of honor and respect to inspire greatness and achievement by all who observe them. Now, all of those statues, other than Christopher Columbus, well, and Theodore Roosevelt, I haven't heard of anybody taking any of them down. Have you guys, have you guys heard of anyone taking down a, a Washington, Lincoln, or Jefferson statue, a Ulysses S. Grant, a Francis Scott Key? I mean, I know they took the Theodore Roosevelt one in New York City. I knew they took that one down. They didn't topple it. They're like, oh, we're just going to remove it. And then I know a lot of Christopher Columbus ones have been fucking knocked down. But he's saying he wants to put them on display for people to see and people to remember. Uh, he doesn't want anyone else, though. Fuck everyone else. As he says, I was moved with sadness that people would forget the greatness of the achievements of these eight great leaders if their statues were to disappear from the landscape of this country. And I'll be like, all right, dude, you're, you're dumb as shit. Uh, I can't tell you the last time I fucking saw an Abraham Lincoln statue, but I remember who he is from books I've read and movies I've seen and things of that nature. Same with all those motherfuckers. I don't need a statue to remind me of history. When, you, when people start burning books, that's when I'm going to have some problems. That's when I'm going to have some problems. Lynch said the city doesn't want to become a general warehouse for all the country's unwanted statues. Rather, they would like to house one of each of the leaders mentioned in his letter. So I think he just wants some free statues, everybody. I think that's what he wants. If you live in Newton Falls, uh, I know you don't. I know I don't have any listeners from Newton Falls. But if you live there or nearby there, tell me what you think about it. Like, where would you place these things do they have a park where, where what's where would they do it like i'm trying to think here in grand rapids like if they decided to have these statues i'm thinking they could do it over at riverside park riverside park uh, as as the name states it's right on the river a lot of softball fields uh some soccer fields i think there is a part of a disc golf course there there's a lot of space that they could put them there if they wanted. They could call it Statuary Park. And I think if you just realize that these statues, a lot of them are more for, like, in my brain, more for the artistic value than the historical value, right? Like, again, I don't give a shit about fucking, like, Napoleon Bonaparte or uh, anyone else, General Lafayette. One of the kings of England, whatever. You got all these statues of these dudes. You're looking at like, oh, that's fucking great. Now I'm going to go home and I'm going to get on the internet or I'm going to find a book and I'll read more about them. I don't learn shit from statues. Statues are dumb. They're dumb as shit. They're dumb as shit. You know what's not dumb as shit? I've been talking about this a lot. A lot on the podcast I always have. Um donating blood is not dumb okay i have uh, i i encourage all of you to donate i donate a lot my next donation time is on the 14th so next tuesday i'll be donating some more blood uh i think it's good here in west michigan i'm, I'm gonna tell you this 
the American Red Cross is doing some uh, drives and they've connected it with the superhero everybody because uh, the, the movie that would have come out this summer I don't, God knows when it's gonna come out uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out and so if you go and you donate you're gonna have a chance to uh, win some authentic Wonder Woman 1984 movie prop replica packages well, that that's quite a mouthful so if you go and you do it it's great um, so I would encourage you guys to go to the American Red Cross uh, website that is redcrossblood.org or you can call 1-800-733-2766 and that is the majority of these towns are, are not in the city of Grand Rapids it's Comstock Park, Door, Douglas, Granville, Holland we got a lot in Holland, Hudsonville Otsego, Plainwell, Spring Lake, and Wayland. So those are all the ones. If you live in any of those little towns, again, go to redcrossblood.org or call 1-800-733-2767 and you can find out when you can donate and then maybe win some superhero shit. I uh, donate through uh, Michigan Blood Center, which is now called Versity. And so I think they do it mostly like in the bigger cities. So, But they'll do blood drives and they'll have the blood bus and whatever so go do it everybody i do it you do it uh you get yourself some free cookies and uh, be a fucking hero man it, it takes you less than an hour you can get in uh check in donate eat your cookies and get out in under an hour easy peasy for sheezy and it doesn't it doesn't hurt I know some people are afraid of needles. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fan of needles either. I don't look. When they put it in, I don't look. I don't like looking at it until they put a piece of gauze over it. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, I don't know. For whatever reason, it creeps me out. Yes. But you know what? I fucking, I go and I do it because it's easy for me to fucking go and do. Okay. Yes. Can you do it? Yes. Another cool thing happening here in Grand Rapids, again, I don't know how you guys are, uh, if you guys got enough food or not. They're doing a free food uh, food distribution event, and it's going to be happening on Thursday the 9th over at uh, 121 Franklin Street Southeast. And, and if my memory is correct, that is uh, where Kent County DHS is, 121 Franklin. It's going to happen from 9 to 1 p.m., so if you need any, uh, please go check it out. It's done by the Kent County Community Action Group. And uh, they'll hook you up with some food. You can get up to 50 pounds of food. Now, I don't know what the fuck is in 50 pounds. You know, it could be ramen noodles, uh, mac and cheese, maybe some vegetables, uh, cans of soup. I don't know what the fuck it is. But if you need some food, go check that out. If you know someone who needs some food, go check it out. Again, I know this is not the greatest time in the world for a lot of people with unemployment. Uh, they're not able to get um, unemployment. Or maybe they're just scraping by on minimum wage. I get it's fucking rough. I understand. But if you live in the Grand Rapids area or Kent County in general, and you need help on the 9th, July 9th, 9 to 1 p.m., 121 Franklin Street. Get Probably get there earlier. Don't roll up at like 1231 because they might run out of food before then. So go do that. All right. Um, I got one thing I want to do here. 
Uh, normally we do a hole of the day. Oh, and uh, as I mentioned last Thursday, uh, Jason decided to take a sabbatical, and I can't necessarily blame him for that. Uh, you know, not he, he, you know, was doing that for a long time, but it takes up some time from him to do some stuff. So there we go. So a hole of the day. I was my plan was to do a hole of the day. I was going to research and look up. Some douchebags, some fucknutters, some uh, a-holes, some, uh, uh, sorry, I'm blank there, uh, just some fuckers. But I came across some different things and said, so I want to try something else here. Instead of a-hole of the day, we got weird news of the day. What do you guys think of that? So I got two articles of weird shit that have happened. I'm always down with weird shit. I like weird shit. I want to know why weird shit happens. So here we go. We got some weird shit. Of course, uh, weird shit number one happens in what state, Stu? Florida! God damn right it happened in Florida. What do they got down in Florida? Idiots! They got a lot of those. Uh, they got hurricanes. They got big skaters. They got a lot of awful shit. Dumb motherfuckers. Uh, but this is the weird thing that happened. Uh, this was an article from July 1st. There was a gator there. Oh my God, a fucking gator. That's not unheard of. I actually had a friend of mine down there in Florida. Uh, she was in the ocean. And there was a gator in the ocean kind of swimming up on the beach. Now, I didn't really know that gators swam in salt water. Like, I'm, I, you know... I don't doubt that they can I just I thought they were more like swamp type critters but uh, there's an alligator that crawled up by a person's door eight feet nine inches holy shnikes that's a big fucking gator and it was in Tampa so uh, the residents there were like oh fuck I can't get in my house there's a goddamn gator here in front of my front door crazy as shit God knows why the gator decided to walk in front of their door. Uh, and after reading this, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck it walked up on their door. Uh, because this gator, because we didn't, we haven't gotten to the weird shit yet, this gator was missing uh, two of its limbs. It was missing two feet. Um, so they called in the uh, Croc Encounters Wildlife Sanctuary, and they trap uh, nuisance alligators and they take them. And uh, they said the alligator was missing two limbs, most likely as a result of a fight with another gator. But you're looking at it, and at least from the one side, you only get a side picture. It's, one of them's the front limbs, and I'm going to assume it's a front limb on the other side. So it's got no front limbs, so when it's walking, its face is just smashing on the on the ground it's kind of like uh when you when you try to do a, a wheelbarrow race with a cat you ever do that with one of your cats you do you grab their back legs and you want them to, to run on the front legs our cats won't do that uh they immediately just kind of stop and put their head on the ground and so you're kind of doing a wheelbarrow race with their head just getting smushed into the carpet or floor so that's kind of what's happening with this gator. So this gator has no fucking front legs. How weird is that shit? I, 
That is a reason I would not want to live in Florida. I would not want to live somewhere where a fucking gator is just going to walk up to my front door. I'll pass. Anytime there's an apex predator that's just roaming free and can grab me for no fucking reason, I'm out. Here in Michigan, I mean, we got bears, but bears don't fucking come near us. They're, they're, they're the black bears, right? Just They'll run away if you yell at it. So there you go. That's weird story number one. Gator with two legs. Weird story number two. This happened in uh, the great state of Nebraska. What? Nebraska? Yep. There was a farmer there. And then um, he drained one of the ponds on his property for maintenance. Now, I don't... Again, I'm not a farmer. I don't understand these things. I don't understand what there's to do maintenance on it's a fucking pond but he's like well okay time to time to do it so he he drained it and as he's uh draining it he sees something in the mud he's like what the fuck is that and he thinks some asshole just came to his property and dumped like a fridge or a stove in there you know, just why, you know, some, some fucking asshole, instead of taking it to the dump or wherever, you know, fucking, a, uh, what do they call those places, uh, recycling center, you know, where you take your car. God, why am I blanking? I wish Jamie was here so she could be like, I don't know either. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jamie. Appreciate it. So that's what he thought was down there. But then he went in and he looked at it. He got a little closer and he took a picture of it. And he was like, oh, fuck. That is an ATM. So they found one of those bank ATM machines. And he says he doesn't know how long it's been in there. Um, but because the last time he, he drained it was, uh, he drained it last year. So maybe this is like a fucking yearly thing he does. So it's only been in there a year, but they said it didn't appear to have been in the water for more than a few weeks. I don't know how you're able to determine that. Maybe just by fucking grossness on it or whatever. So he contacted the Fillmore County Sheriff's Office. So they hauled it out. And uh, apparently the sheriff had told them that there had been an, uh, an ATM that had been stolen in the area in the last couple of weeks. Uh, the ATM wasn't the only unusual stolen item to turn up in a body of water recently. A South Carolina boy magnet fishing uh, pulled up a large metal item that turned out to be a heavy safe. And that was stolen from a neighbor's home eight years earlier. So pretty weird. They, didn't, they don't say in the story if there was still money in the ATM. If someone actually had cracked it. And then took the money out, and then we're like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do with this? We're going to take it to old man Hall. That's his name, Wynn Hall. We're going to take it to old man Hall's fucking farm out there, and we're going to fucking just dump it in there, man. He won't fucking know shit about shit, man. But how do you get it, like, those things are heavy as fuck. Like, how did they get it, like, in the middle or farther out so that it would actually be covered by water? Did they, they put it in like a, did they have a fucking rowboat that they put it in? Man, the whole, the whole concept of stealing an ATM just sounds so laborious and unappealing, just shitty. I mean, I don't know how much is actually in a fucking ATM. What do you figure? A couple thousand? 10,000 tops, right? 
Well, that's like fucking robbing a bank. That's it is robbing a bank. You want to go to prison for fucking knocking over an ATM and that's having to be hugely inconvenient? That's why you just go in and you rob the teller. You go in, you rob the teller, you say you'll shoot the fuck out of their family if they don't give you the money. You pull off a heist. You're wearing dead president masks. You know, you f- whatever. It's That's the coolest. There's no ATM heist. Have you ever read about, seen a movie about the ATM heist, the ATM robbers? Doesn't fucking happen. It's dumb as shit. So, uh, so there we go. We got the two weirdo stories. So I will post them up on the Twitter, and then you guys can vote on which story you think is weirder. And uh, we'll see if this uh, if this segment has any legs or not. Probably not, but we'll see. It was just something I saw today. I'm like, these are two weird fucking stories. So uh, I appreciate you guys paying attention. I already talked about the fucking Patreon. If you like today's podcast, if you stuck through it for approximately an hour, that's what the, the, the Patreon's the same. It's just you're getting more of it. So go check it out if you want. Five bucks a month, as simple as that. I'm going to encourage you guys three things, though. Three things I'd like you to check out. Okay, can you do it for me? First thing I want you to check out is alexesarcade.org. Check out that charity. They got a Facebook page as well, too. What they do is there was this guy. His name's James Craven, right? He had a son, Alex. Alex got cancer as a kid. Fucking awful, right? Awful. So Alex is in, in and out of hospitals. It's a whole lot of unfunness. So what James did was like, oh, I want to try and make things better for my son and better for kids in general. Uh, I'm going to start this nonprofit called Alex's Arcade, and I'm going to bring in video games to these kids. So that's what he does. Metro Detroit area hospitals, he helps them out, brings video games in for them to play, and have fun, and do good things that way. So go check them out if you could. Alex'sArcade.org or find them on Facebook. And then I want you to check out Colby's River Retreat. My buddy Mark over there, he owns it. He named it after his three-legged dog. The dog probably lost his leg to a gator, fucking gator foot. That two-legged gator ate Colby's leg. It's awful. But he named it this cabin rental place after the dog, and it's pretty sweet. It's in Tylertown, Mississippi. It's probably hot as balls right now, but uh, go down there when it's a little cooler. I'm sure they got AC to keep you cool down there as well, too. And you can go tubing, which is nice. Just wear some fucking suntan lotion, man. You don't want to get burnt. You can go hiking. You can do all sorts of cool stuff. So go check them out on Facebook and Instagram and their own webpage. Colby's River Retreat. Do that. Tell them I sent you. And uh, you you get the Stu McAllister discount of uh, zero, I think. I think it's 0%. But I don't know, maybe mention my name and maybe I'll be surprised and I'll get you something. I don't know. It couldn't hurt. I don't think. Uh, and then the last thing I want you to do is I want you to listen to another podcast. I want you to listen to another episode podcast. That's a podcast with my buddy Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. The two of them, they, they fucking conk their heads together and they talk about movies that shaped their childhood. These, these guys have known each other a long time. And uh, they decided to do this podcast together. They're big movie buffs. They watch a lot of movies. So the two of them get together. They bring in a guest. And then they talk about movies from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. A lot of fun. 
So uh, every Wednesday, new new episodes. So this coming Wednesday, I got a hold of Matt, and I found out what the movie is this coming Wednesday. Classic. Love this movie they're going to be talking about. Independence Day. What a fucking great movie. Will Smith. It's fantastic. Fucking uh, Who's the Lunatic? Randy Quaid. Right? That guy's a lunatic, but he was the hero of the movie. Spoiler alert. So go uh, go listen in this coming Wednesday, Independence Day. I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure it was playing like all day on the 4th of July on like TBS or USA Network. I'm sure it was playing all day. Love that movie. Uh, so that is it, everybody. I'm going to encourage you guys to please like our fan page. Please like uh, the fan page on Facebook, the fan page on Twitter. And I'm going to remind you again, if you've got any kind of financial dire straits happening... Go to my fan page on Facebook, Stu McAllister, and uh, you'll see the pin post. Giving some cash away. It's a gift. Not a loan or anything. It's a gift. Don't have to pay me back. It's a gift. So go do that. So uh, that's it. I will see you guys tomorrow for the Patreon. Or maybe I'll just see you guys again on Thursday for the freebie. All right, you guys are great. Thanks for listening. I'll see you later. Bye.